You, you can't let them go, McCall. They will be dealt with, but not here. And not by you. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. All right, time for a new episode of What Happened in the 80s. What happened what in, the 80s, happen in the 80s? Uh, based on this show, lots and lots of crime. Just constant crime. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and true by the way, true. I was watching an episode of TJ Hooker 2, and I forgot. Lots and lots of crime. Just crime all the time. Well, yeah. Just, yeah. That's what uh, 80s television is based on. <laughs> right. Actually, all television. <laughs> I mean, granted, I know the crime rates were higher back in the, especially in like a big city. I think this is New York, right? But... Um, the T.J. The Hooker episode, I don't know why I'm going on this tangent because we're not even talking about T.J. Hooker. But uh, it was like one of his uh, flashback episodes where like a partner was killed, which I sounds like he must have had multiple. But um, oh, yeah. he goes into a bank that's being robbed and like they, you know, him and his partner split up and like he goes to like dive onto the teller thing. But it's just kind of like it's kind of like hops up on his butt over the thing. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> Someone, I'm someone like, gives he would him a have been boost. shot so yeah. many times. You know, <laughs> that's that slow. <laughs> that's great. But anyway, we're not talking about TJ Hooker today. No, we talk no, about TJ Hooker any day. Um, hey, anything you've been watching lately? New? Um, so I, I don't know if I talked about this last time. So I, I did watch the first episode of 1883. Um, hmm. You know the spinoff. The spin right. No, you didn't talk about it. I don't think. Okay. Yeah, watch that. Pretty good. I just haven't had a Is it like to watch Oregon Trail? Does someone die of dysentery? Oh yeah. There's all kinds of uh, <laughs> There's all kind of dysentery. Yeah, there's all kinds of disease floating around. I mean I know even in Oregon the first Trail episode, was but Oregon Trail was before eighteen eighty three, I think, but anyway. Um yeah, don't don't test me on history here. So and but what so and I've actually what, been so it's a prequel, so is it about like that family kinda of, like settling in the area basically? Yeah, yeah. From so, I, well, I want to say it's like, from what I can tell, I think it's the grandfather of, it's like the grandfather and the father's the little kid in it. Of like, like of, Kevin uh, of, of Kevin Costner or Kevin, Kevin Costner of, of Kevin yeah of Kevin Costner's okay. family. So like his father is okay. this small child in it, and if okay. I if I'm understanding it correctly, because gotcha. um, I think it's too you know at first I'm like oh is that supposed to be Kevin Costner but then the date didn't line yeah. up really. You know what I mean? Because he'd be like a hundred like, years. He'd be uh, like 120. Year, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. So. Man, he looks really good for 150 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, living, you know, living in the country keeps you young. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, right. no, it, it's it's good. I, uh, I would, uh, you know, I'll keep watching it. I'll let you know. And then I also watched the first, you know, I'm on a FERP first episode kick so also watch, watch the first episode of murderville with conan o'brien oh what do you think uh, you like based it? on based on your recommendation so i'm going to say the show itself is stupid oh it totally is yes it but i thought it was hilarious and like i'm i love conan o'brien so 
Oh, okay. Like just anything he said, I thought was funny. You know, <laughs> I, I I just thought it was really good. Just the way he reacts to things and like played right. into it, I thought it was was great. So I haven't watched anything else, any other episodes. So I don't know, you know, any of the other guests how they, you know, if it's as as funny to me or not. But I gotcha. liked it. Did you have you watched more than one one episode? Yeah, um, we've watched three or four. Trying to remember who, yeah, four, four. The Sharon Stone, Kamal Nanjani, oh, wow. and um, Marshawn Taylor. <laughs> that one was kind of funny because he's not an actor at all, so it was kind of funny because he's like, yeah, what I the think fuck Sharon is going Stone. On? I wouldn't, I wouldn't think much of a comedic. Response, no, right? I, yeah, I it, yeah. She's right. It's it's kind of hard to explain. You have to see it. Yeah, I'll, but, I'll have to see it. We'll talk about it after that. Okay. Um, All right, how about you? Um, well, yes. Yeah, so we've watched, I think, two episodes of Yellowstone now because everyone keeps telling us to watch it. So okay. we're not really hooked yet. I know you said it takes like a few episodes to get really yeah. get it in your meat hooks. I'm not giving up on it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Right, right. I understand but I think that both right now times, you're not hooked on it. Yeah, both times that we've watched, though, we've kept getting interrupted. Like one time, the first episode, I don't know, our dog wasn't feeling good, so we had to keep fucking taking him outside. <laughs> and then <laughs> the next one, I don't know what was, I don't know what was why we kept getting distracted, but we didn't, you know, so we had to stop a few times. But yeah, um, yeah. it seems I, interesting. I it's a little, yeah, you'll start getting into it a bit more now. So I think it's you know, hang in there. Okay. Yeah, no, like I said, I'm not giving up on it or anything like that. Um, yeah. I literally just now watched the, while I was making dinner, uh, the first episode of season four of Mar- The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I don't know if you've watched any of that. On, uh, None. At all. But nope. Yeah. It's 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 a fun show. I like it. I, I don't know if you would or not. It's hard to, <laughs> to say, but I like it. I think it's fun. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm not not I yeah, no, I don't know. I'm not yeah. even familiar with it. Yeah, it's it's won some awards, I think. And I don't think there's really much else I've watched, surprisingly. Usually I come on here and ramble a bunch of things. I mean I finished off Peacemaker. Yeah. I finished you know, I finished that. Um finished off Book of Boba Fett and that kind of oh, stuff. Did you? Nothing wow. nothing new, you know. Okay. Boba Fett, I don't know. I have mixed feelings on that. I didn't think it was very exciting. Um. Okay, I thought that had a lot of potential. Just you know, it did. I didn't it watch. Does. I haven't watched any of it. But but they ended up kind of mixing more some other stuff. I don't. I don't want to give anything away. So sure. Um, right. All right. It wasn't too bad. So Good. um. Oh, well, I will say. Was hold on. Let me make sure I get this right before I, I I I say this. Because you say know. it. I don't want to give bad stuff out. <laughs> um, yeah, oops, I would I just say it. We don't I fact know. check here. This is just uh, no, no, no. It has spew, nothing to do with that. Spew yeah, whatever okay. comes to mind. No, I just wanted to make sure it was the end. Yeah, because uh, friend of the show, Michelle McElroy, uh the famous artist that's our fan. Um, no, she was talking about that. She ended up finishing up uh, um, Cobra Kai. And she felt exactly oh. the same way we did. How it would, you know, 
kind of turned batshit crazy in a good way, like at the end, it kind of saved the yeah, whole, whole season. Re- re- Not really saved the whole season, yeah, but re- you know what I mean. But it redeemed it, like, yeah. you know? Because it definitely started off a little weak, and I was like, oh boy, I don't know if I could do this again. <laughs> yeah. And then it totally yeah. twisted it around and amped it up, so she uh, she agreed. Yep, yep. agree. So, good. anyway, go watch Cobra Kai. We got some... We, again. Yeah, Cobra Kai, we... Ralph Macchio, William Zabka, and you guys want to come on the show? You know, we'll talk. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll squeeze I'm sure you. they're. I'm we'll sure they're it. probably listening to this, and someone. I'm sure their people will uh, pass it on to them that we're talking about them. Of course, of course. <laughs> and we'll like do automatically our best to pencil them in. Yeah, automatically when you say something on a podcast, it automatically like pings people. It's like when the government right. spies on your phone conversations and you say certain words. <laughs> it's the same thing. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. They're just they're notified. It's almost like right. you know, like doing an at tag in Twitter, like you'll, right. you'll be notified. Yeah, or a hashtag or something. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. So let's move into it. What do we watch from the eighties? Yeah. We watched uh The Equalizer, season one, episode ten. Uh shoot, what did I do with the name of it? I just, Bump and I run. just deleted it. Bump and run, right. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's 1985. Is that right? Yep, yep. Season one of 19- The Equalizer. Okay. Smack dab in the middle of the 80s, so it's good good representation. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and and I'll say to your point, you know, we started out kind of, you know, really just we jumped right into the 80s being just chock full of crime. Um, <laughs> yeah, this was like, you know, vigilante madness so um right and like this episode like even like just the um the uh the title sequence it's like it makes you think if you were outside and again (laughs) new york if you were just outside walking you are going to get murdered probably or at least right right tailed by somebody who's probably gonna murder you it doesn't matter if you're a guy or girl either because it was both no it doesn't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and if it would be if you were like if you and I were walking together, it'd be cool. But the minute like we parted ways because we lived in different directions, we'd both be on, on our path to death because right. someone would be following each one of us in a different manner. And you know how many vacant lots there are to walk through <laughs> on your path home to anywhere you you know right. It's just or even just the subway. Death, you know, death is calling or the subway right or a phone booth. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Yeah, the folk. <laughs> it's just a dangerous, <laughs> dangerous world out there. Yes. And uh, take take caution. Right. But the, yeah, the, the title sequence was badass. I wrote, that's what I wrote after that. I'm like, this is pretty badass because there's just everything is a collage of shadiness going on. It's just scene <laughs> after scene of people about to be accosted. And, right. Uh, and I I can't remember. And then, I and then, think. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm. At the very at the very end, like you see the silhouette of a McCall, and then you're like, you know, you, f- you feel a little safety, right? Like he's gonna, exactly he's going to step in. But. The last uh, silhouette uh, person is going to help you out. All the other all right. the other silhouettes are trying to murder you, but he's going to help. Right. right. They're more <laughs> like shadows. They're like spooky shadows, and then he's the silhouette. But yeah, right. Agreed. All right. So then we roll right into it, and uh, we start out in what appears to be a, a very busy courtroom of some type. Right. 
um, almost it's like a cross between a courtroom and like like the entrance to a busy police department. Maybe it was like a multi-purpose room. I'm not sure. Right. Well, I think it's um, like the area where they you know do all the arraignments and stuff. So you have the public, um, what should we call it? Public pub, defenders public and defender. stuff like that. Yeah. So I think that's why yeah. it's kind of all mixed together. Okay. All right. And then, but and it uh, seemed like the two both. <laughs> Even though this was whatever New York or whatever, it seems like both uh, both lawyers were like English, right? I mean, one of them definitely was well, the one guy. Yeah, one of them. The other was. guy the was other like guy, kind I don't know. of. Yeah, I I don't know what he was. He was like not Russian, but like <laughs> I I didn't think Eastern he was English. European of was, some sort. <laughs> yeah, it's Eastern European, but yeah. So, which is you know a nice diverse slice of. Uh, you know what New York is like, so, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, and the two of them, I think they're discussing a case, like maybe a a plea deal or something, right? Sounds like, like right it, off the yeah. bat, mm-hmm. yeah. And then yeah, it, it, it go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, basically, they know that these punks are gonna go free, and they're pissed about it. And they yeah. go and talk yeah. to two, the two guys too, and they're like. You know, basically saying, yeah, you're going to be free to go. And they're like, all right. They're like, the man you killed was 73. And, like, they don't care. Right. They're like, whatever. And, like, some guy's, like, screaming at him. <laughs> Must have been, like, their kid. He's like, you're going to pay for this. And they're like, yeah, whatever, dude. Right, right. And they right. walk out. Been here before. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. And then um, then we cut to the next scene already, and there's – um. You know, kind of just like the the title sequence. There's a couple of thugs <laughs> leaving this club. It's those same guys. There's, oh, it is. Okay, yeah. it's the same guys. And then and then there's some old old lady like crossing the street or whatever. And no, just she was just like standing in the middle of the sidewalk at like eleven thirty at night. <laughs> and they just roll up on her and like take her. It's not even like a, a grab and run. It's they just grab her purse and like go through it right there and take what they want and like. <laughs> and I think walk they actually <laughs> basically they didn't give it back to her. Basically dropped it right there because she got it back right away. Yeah, yeah. They just took whatever she had in it that was. And this is where we did get to see in the credits though that the music was by Stuart Copeland of the Police. I forgot about that. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Missed it. Yeah, he did a lot of this... uh, music like mo- scores. I guess you could say. Did he? I, I wasn't aware of that. Mm-hmm. But at, at, so at the at the same time we see that someone is watching these two guys, yeah, um, like from a car, like in the windshield or something. So you know, I'm thinking, okay, it's you know, it's McCall, it's the equalizer. He's on he's on the case, and um, so you see somebody following them. Then and you know, it's, it's somebody with some you know some taste in clothing. He's got some nice you know trousers and uh, uh, some dress shoes on. So you figure again, it's the equalizer, right? He's 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 after these guys. He's going to get the money back, give it to the old lady. So he follows them to this deserted lot where they're kind of splitting up the money, I think. And they're like, they spot him, and they're like, "Yo, what's up?" And then he just pulls out a gun and shoots them both dead right there on the scene. <laughs> so probably not McCall because you know while he is a vigilante. Um, you know, he's just—he's not a hothead where he's just going to kill people. Yeah, as far as he's the equalizer, not the Terminator. Right. <laughs> good. That's a good way to put it. Yep. Yeah. 
Did you? I thought one of those guys. Oh, so these. So one of these guys looked like Geraldo Rivera. I don't know if you noticed that. Um, but he had like the big mustache, like he did and stuff. But I think that was just it wasn't him. A mustache of the era. I don't. <laughs> I, I did look at the credits, and I did not notice Geraldo Rivera in the credits. <laughs> he may have been going by another name at the time, but uh, <laughs> all right. I don't think so. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to oh, get back to the credits. So, I can't yeah, so the, I'm tr- what happens next? Um, I have the the cop finds. Oh, the so the police are there investigating, and they find the newspaper ad. You know, like right. Mm-hmm. They find whatever. The, the, uh, I forgot McCall's ad. Yeah, yeah. If you need help, it says, but if you're in a jam, you need help. <laughs> Nowhere like else that. to turn. Yeah, no one's got your back. Yeah, whatever, Call this number. Yeah, so I'm he, he finds that. Find. So he's like, he's like, all right, it's you know, it's that guy. I'll go, go talk to him. So, so he goes over to see him. Um, I want to say it was the cop's name Oliver Oliver Gant or something like that. Uh, I something like that. I, hold I wrote on. that name down. Yeah, I'm all whatever right, reason I'm having trouble on. getting back to the credits situation here. Yeah. I don't know why I can't find this look, episode. You still look. <laughs> I had it open like a second for? ago, but I went back for something, and then I couldn't get back to the specific episode. Hold what on. is? What 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 are we critically looking for in the credits right now? Oliver Gant. Yes, you're right. Oh, okay, Oliver Gant. All right, so see, he goes that, to see. That's McCall. better than me. I never remembered that. I just kept. I just kept writing down Sergeant in my notes. Okay, and for I'm the well, the rest of my notes, just call. His name is just the cop, so we'll just go with that. <laughs> yeah, um, and the, you know, in this episode, so does, doesn't it seem like they're setting this guy up to be like a regular, like he's gonna be yeah. like button heads with the equalizer all the time? Yeah, it, 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 he isn't. This is like he's only in this no. one and like one other episode. And that's it. You're right, though. It is. It's like because they set up some good dialogue between them, right? And some. You know, some yeah. tension, yet some some partnering. It's you know, right, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, so he goes mean. to his place, and like you said, he's kind of pissed off, and he's like, "Hey, you know," and um, you know, they found these two guys dead. You know, small entry wounds, large exit wounds, or whatever. And he's like, "Do you think I did it?" You know, McCall. And he's like, "No, because if you did, I'd be dragging <laughs> you down." I'd be dragging you down the station right now. And McCall's like, oh, really now? <laughs> like, like he would have beat his ass if he tried taking him downtown. Right. But then we find out that the sergeant but, does not like McCall too much. He doesn't like because he's, you know, a vigilante, basically, a hired gun. And I do have a clip of right. uh, their little discussion here. So hold on a second. I don't like what you do. What is it you think I do? You are a hired gun. If by that remark you mean that I sometimes help people in trouble, yes, I do. But if you mean that I'm anything like this madman out there, then you're wrong again. Let me tell you something, Sergeant. That man is harming my reputation. So if you think you want him, I want him a damn sight more. Yeah. But and then, like, as the, the sergeant leaves, he's like, who's fronting you? Who's paying you to right? do this stuff? And they never really answer that, but... No, because like he doesn't charge anybody, right? Yeah, he just My take, guess takes is, care of shit for him. But. You know, I don't know. But his his accent got like I don't want to say thicker because he doesn't have like a thick accent. But like when he's 
Like he's super enunciating he's when he's getting mad. You know, he's like, do you think? Yeah. I... <laughs> anyway. What in the queen's name? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Speaking uh, um, of the queen, you hear she's got COVID? Yeah, I did hear that. That's uh, that's kind of scary. She's like she's 110. Like, yeah. Speaking of, you yeah. know, what is she, like 90-something, right? At uh, least. But they say, you know, mild mild symptoms. Uh, she's got to be close to 100, dude. I mean, yeah. she's been the queen forever, you know? <laughs> um, she's holding on to that, that damn throne. <laughs> yeah. Not giving she's it up. her money's worth. Yeah. All right. Anyway. All right. All right. Um, let's see. So then he's listening oh, to a voicemail uh, one afterwards. Thing, one thing right? I w- oh, go ahead. Yeah. I wanted to point out. I just wanted to point out. It's like, I don't know, probably the middle of the day on like a Thursday. Maybe, you know, maybe it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I don't know. But McCall is in a full like three-piece suit in his apartment <laughs> in the middle of the day. It's like you never see the guy in like t-shirts and a short, you know, in shorts or he, that's not his style, man. Or whatever. He's he's, he's a fashion... freaking professional. Yes. Right. He, he is. He's all business all the time. So, it's just right. you know. Add, add you know, that and that way you traits. don't ex- that way you don't expect him coming, right? Like if you're a bad dude and you see some dude walking up to you in like a three-piece suit with an overcoat on, you're not going to think he's going to pull a gun on you or bust your face. You think he's just going right. to be some dude going to work. Right, so especially actually, when he looks like he's 60 or so, you know. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, did we look up how old he was last time? We were not disgusted, I don't but know. we were not happy about it. <laughs> like he was like our current age, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Or younger. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's like those TikToks where right. they show like how old people were, and like you find out like the ladies on Golden Girls were like in their early 50s or something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, granted, exactly. You know, they made him look older, same. But you know, guys like this or whatever. So, okay, um, hold on a second. Dude, life was hard. Life was a bitch, man. Yeah, it, it'll age you. Everyone looks good up until a certain point when life kicks their ass, and then age catches up with them. So, Just and if to you bring smoke, everyone down. Okay, so what year was this? Eighty-five. Eighty-five. Right. He was 55. Right, you're doing some math. You're 55. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's easy hmm. because he was born in 30. So 30 to 85 is easy math. <laughs> sure, sure. All right. I've got nothing to say about that. So we'll just. Move, no, we'll, we'll leave it on. at that. I have a birthday coming up very yeah. soon, and I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next, the next oh, thing anyway, is just like walking around. Well, first, that he's oh, listening sorry, to a voicemail. And it's from the guy oh, right. yep. who killed those other two people. Basically, he's he's not taunting him; he's just talking to him, right, or something like that. Yeah, almost like he's almost like, yeah, not he's not even like confessing, just kind of like he's like we're the shit same. Off his back, or something like that. Is he you know? trying to say like he's they're yeah. like the same, whatever, blah 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 blah. Yeah, he feels like he's got some rapport with with him, and you know, yeah, he's just trying to share. He's just sharing right. as vigilantes might do. Right. right. From one vigilante to another. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so, yeah. So then McCall's walking around in the abandoned lot, just looking around. I don't think he really gains anything from doing that because we just quickly cut to. Um, yeah. No, but I, I guess it, I, it, w- it was unclear to me at the point at this point, but it was a school like a college campus. Yeah. Because uh, I, I did write school- down at a school question mark. 
But yes, it, it yeah. turned out to be a school, college of some sort. Right. And then I'm thinking, okay, this young woman getting in the car. Um, and then she's, a nice she BMW, pops a cassette tape. Right. So I'm thinking, well, she must be a professor um, or, you know, has a good salary. And um, she pops a cassette tape in and she's kind of rocking out as she's driving. And uh, some guy just, you know, walks into the road and like T-bones her as she's driving. But he's walking. So he like mm-hmm. walks into the side of her car and falls over. And right away it was like, eh, something's a little suspicious about this. <laughs> so she gets out and she just gets bum rushed by like three guys. And the guy that hit the car who fell down, he pops up and they're all like chasing after her. Then, but yeah, uh, the problem with those guys is they were like a block away. They were like way too far away from the scene to like, you know, she had like too much of a head start. Right, right. Poor so planning. she does make it back to her car. Right. Except uh, DJ, the guy that walked into the car, he he like grabs a hold of the, you know, I don't know, gets his arm in the window or whatever. So see, she drags him for like a half a block or something. And then he hits the pavement like a, like a. Soft boiled egg. <laughs> yeah, so he just egg. Yeah, he just broke. Um, <laughs> so things things didn't end well for him. But she right. got I wrote home, down for, you know. I, the guy might be dead now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It didn't look good. And uh, but yeah, she gets home and like locks the door and you know end of scene. We feel bad for her. Right. And at first, I thought like as soon as she went to her place, I'm like, is someone going to be there waiting for her? Because it just seemed weird. But I think we're just supposed to get the feeling that she's uptight now about this whole situation, understandably. And apparently, right. agreed. she calls the cops. We don't see it, but she calls the cops to report what happened. Right, um, right. And then we do cut to a quick scene with the lawyers again. But we don't really see much, right? We don't really learn much from it. Because all I wrote down is back with the lawyers. And then I'm like, now we're back at the yeah, lawyers' apartment. Well, I, so think, I don't think really much happened there. So I... Th- I think when they're back, when we see that scene with the lawyers, I think they're t- he's talking to the two guys that were with DJ. They got were know, they already? DJ's now roadkill. Yeah, so they were already at the police station, like filing a complaint against her. Or oh, something. okay. And um, yeah, but you're right. She did call the police as well. So okay, yeah, because then she's at her apartment and. The doorbell, or someone knocks on the door, and it's two cops. So she's like, "Oh, good, you guys are here." And but instead, they're there because they start asking her questions and basically arresting her for hitting somebody. And she's like, "But he jumped in front of the car." They didn't care, right? Right. And by the way, we can already and start I to thought... tell that she might be an exchange student because she has an accent, or you know, like French, maybe. Yep. I don't know. Is that what it's supposed to be? I don't know yeah, where she yeah. got all the money That's for this apartment and everything and her car, but whatever. Uh, no kidding. She's driving a BMW, <laughs> and she's got this really cool apartment, like yeah. big. It's a big apartment, and it's right. like you know, nicely furnished, so I'm not sure. Um, but she does say, oh, you guys got here already, or you got here right. so fast. So I'm thinking, these guys aren't real cops. They're fake. That's what right. I initially yeah. thought. But, yeah. But they were. They were real. They took her in. So. <laughs> um Let's see. Then, so is is this character Ronnie? You know, so Ronnie is at McCall's apartment and he's providing some tech equipment. Is he a mm. regular character? 
No, and it, again, it seemed like it's that's Mark Lynn Baker, and it seemed like they were setting yes. him up to be a regular because he's like the tech guy. He's like got this phone right. system, so a phone tapping thing. He's like here, blah 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 blah. Never again. But again, I don't. But I don't know. Right. I didn't look to see when Perfect Strangers started. I wonder if he got signed on to that, and they're like, all right, well, that's the end of him. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Yeah, um, something better came along. Right, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna get my own show. Him. Fuck this. Uh, oh no, wait, wasn't he? Wait, yeah, no, Perfect Strangers. Yeah, '86. So I'm wondering okay. if so it was, he was been in the got works. signed on to like film a pilot for it or whatever and do all that stuff. So that's possible. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but I, I did want to mention but though too. While when they when the cops take her to the station, she's in there in the uh, police station, the police precinct or whatever. And those two bad guys that were part of the whole deal, they're like in another room and they can see through the door. They're like, oh, yeah, that's the lady. That's the one that took out DJ or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's right. um, Yeah. So anyway, but then, yeah, then we cut to the thing we were just talking about with what's showing how to tap the phone or whatever. Yeah. So he's basically got like a caller ID, but... (laughs) Yeah, you know, like it gives the name and address. Caller ID, much yeah, much before caller ID came along. <laughs> right, right. So that was cool. Um, let's see. Um, I don't. Let's see. Oh, so the cops say. Uh, oh, okay. So the the cop. There's a cop and an attorney with her now, public defender, I guess, with the young student and they're you know basically saying look these guys are thugs this is a you know the bump and run or whatever it is this is their thing that they do they're bad guys um we're not going to press any charges we're gonna let you go but they're gonna know where you live because now there's a police report and you are right. not safe right and, and that's the point where i'm like is that real <laughs> is that really what happens like if do they have do they like if so, in some situation like that do they have to tell them yeah this is who filed the claim against you and this is where they live and their phone number and everything i mean is that really what happens right i don't know i don't know i would think in you know 99.9% of cases like this that the bad guys don't go to the cops and file a report i would say they just kind of leave the body in the street and run but you know maybe in the the point zero one percent of the cases maybe they do maybe they do get a police report with that information i don't know you know do you ever get in a car accident and you get the you know police report right you get the person's name and phone number and i don't know if you get your, their address it's been a while since i've had it's been a while since yeah. i've had to file any police but yeah that's true i guess that. yeah that does i don't know it just seems weird like in a criminal case that they would right, get that right. you know yeah maybe i yeah i don't know times have changed so you know, we used to have our social security numbers on our driver's license, and <laughs> right. now we don't. So, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe they don't do that anymore. Yeah. Um, um, what was it? Oh, there was something I was going to say about this whole thing here. Oh no, no, no! Because it was after this. That's right. Yeah. Because oh, and this is where I wrote down when they're talking to these people. They're talking to the lawyer and stuff. I'm like, is that Tom Berenger? But it's not Tom Berenger. That guy. Uh, you know, talking about the lawyer. Didn't he look familiar yeah, to you or no? No, yeah. no, I didn't get that vibe. Yeah, oh yeah. No, his name is Jeff Pearson. You've you've seen him and he's been in tons and tons of things. 
I, I I'm trying to think like I mean I mean I can't I can't even name all the things he's been in. There's so many different things, um, but he did kind of remind me like now he doesn't look anything like Tom Berenger, but back like then when they were both young, it, there was like kind of a similarity. You know what I mean? I guess one of the yeah, biggest things yeah. he was in was Dexter's and 43 episodes of that, but he was in a shit ton of stuff. Um, hmm. But anyway, um, take a look at him. but yeah, I was like, I'm like, wait, I know this guy, but I was wrong who it was. But anyway, <laughs> so yeah. So now we go to the two bad guys and the, that lawyer's talking to them now, the other lawyer. And he's like, Hey, just so you know, you guys might get in trouble if your friend DJ dies. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and they're like, right. You know, we know what you were doing. We know your plan. And if he dies, it's, and he's, he's dying while committing a felony. It's, your guys' ass, basically. I actually have a clip of one right. part of it where I found, I don't want to say very interesting, but I'm like, whoa, a little dark, but here we go. Why not? She didn't do anything. It was your setup, right? You were going to play out a little game of bump and run. Make it look as if she hit DJ to get her out of the car. Then there'd be a little mugging, some rape. So what? The point is she rolled up DJ. The way the prosecutor's viewing this, um, you can expect criminal charges to be filed. And if DJ dies, the charge is murder. <laughs> They're like, yeah, so what? So, yeah, we were going to probably rape her and, you know, maybe rough her up a little yeah. bit. Who cares? Right. She killed Thank that you. guy. <laughs> she ran him over. Right. <laughs> and basically, it, it, you know, they're, they keep walking and talking. It's like, she's got to pay. She's got to pay. He's like, are you threatening her? And they're like, no. No, we're not threatening her. But she's got to yeah, pay. No, we're not threatening her. <laughs> but yeah, but he says again, no, but she's got to pay for what she did. And she's going to. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, you're you're threatening her. No, that's a threat. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> but still, they can't, you're they can't not do saying anything to protect her. She's going to give you money. We know <laughs> that's not what you mean right. by she's got to right. pay. So you are threatening her. Uh, but I think, and that was the point, and I think that's what he was trying to get them to say that they were threatening her. Because then I think that other lawyer said something like, "There's no threat against her. If there was a threat, they could hold them or do whatever, or, yeah, or no, give her know, protection." I don't know how much more you need. I think it was give her protection. Right? Exactly. Like, what right. else do you? <laughs> now I know yeah. you can't give protection to every single person, you know, in a big city like that. But yeah. it seemed pretty obvious. Yeah, um, but anyway. Yeah, so now I want to know if you noticed this, and I did notice that someone in IMDb noticed it. So she goes back home, right? She's in her apartment at one point, and she's nervous yeah. as shit. Understandably, I'd be the same way. Yeah. And at one point, you see her like pan around, and you see her front door, and the chain is hanging. I'm like, why the fuck is the chain not engaged? <laughs> right? No, I, mean, I didn't see a, that. Yeah, but then like they cut to it again, and the chain is engaged now so it was obviously okay. it was a continuity error someone even mentioned that like like i said an imdb and those are the kind of things i noticed and my wife will always point out to me she's like you missed your calling you should have been a continuity guy on a uh, set maybe i'll do that as my retirement job yeah after i retire because i like yeah. to point out like when they're like especially like my wife likes to watch those real housewife shows 
And, you know, they try to make it look like it's real, like when they're actually like it's like they're having like a regular conversation at a restaurant. But like they'll keep showing different clips and the glasses keep moving around the table. <laughs> like, well, obviously, there's a lot of cuts going on. Like they're they have their drink. Now they don't have their drink. Now they have their drink. Now they don't have their drink. And she sounds like finds it irritating. Like to watch those shows, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like pointing that stuff out. She gets kind of irritated when I keep pointing it out. But anyway. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Locke is now engaged and she's freaking out, obviously. And at one point she's like in her bedroom and she just grabs a newspaper and she's right at McCall's ad. It's like, right. so now here's where I got a little confused. So she calls and le- starts leaving a message about what's going on, blah, 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 blah. And then they show McCall. And at first I got confused because I wasn't sure the way they were going to play this. Because remember they said that this was some guy like pretending to be him. I'm like, wait, is this some guy pretending to be him listening in on the call? Because it wasn't someone like tapping his phone, he said, right? Yeah, that's so originally first, what like, they said. Like this will show yeah. that someone's tapping his phone, which it right. never did show that. Right. So And then they kind of dropped that whole thing. So that's why I thought at first. I'm like, is this really him? But it was him. He picks up and he starts talking where he's like. You know, she's like, we have to meet at my place. He's like, okay. And he goes to her house. So. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, and he goes to her house and he's like, all right, I'm not sure I'm the right person to help you, um, <laughs> but I'm going to have some, I'm going to have someone look after you. Mickey. Right. She, and now, at first she's like, he says that and she's like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not, right. It, and then he's like, don't worry. Someone else is coming. And Mickey and now is, is a regular. Is Mickey a regular? Yes. He okay. is a regular. All right. But it, now, so, now yeah, this one, was... at the end of this episode, I wouldn't have thought he would have been a regular. <laughs> exactly. I was thinking it's this almost was like... be Mickey's last. Uh, this <laughs> is the opposite of what we thought was happening with, with everything. It's yeah. almost like they're like, shit, we were going to have Mark Lynn Baker and we were going to have, uh, I don't, actually, I don't remember the, guy, the actor's name. The sergeant, yeah. but they both aren't doing it. Shit, we got to bring this Mickey guy back. <laughs> like we were gonna axe Mickey, but now we need him. So, yeah. So, so this, so Mickey shows up and he's got like this. I mean, basically, there's no beating around the bush. He's got like this toothpick structure. He's hiding under a b- blanket. I thought he had a bird in there. The, I, I mean, like the like whole scene was just very and like he was gonna pick it up and there was gonna be like a parakeet in there. <laughs> it was just so awkward, the whole thing. Right, and the first one, like, I was, is, this, is this guy okay? Like, it, like, you know, they were planning it, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, yeah. but it was it was very weird. He, he did seem like perhaps he had some challenges, but because he wasn't really talking. <laughs> right, and yes. And it was, it was just very weird. Um. But he eventually comes around. So anyway, yeah. I guess he's there just to keep an eye on her in case something happens. Right. And yeah, and to stay busy, he's building the toothpick house. Because so. <laughs> he um, asked McCall. And I thought he asked for boxes of toothpaste at first. I'm like, because he said something about the, <laughs> tooth, the boxes of toothpicks. toothpicks. <laughs> and he's, yeah. And he's like, you know, how many you need? He's like, eight. I'm like, what are you going to do with that much toothpaste? But then I realized he said toothpicks. <laughs> He's OCD on brushing. So. Right. He's basically brushed all the enamel off his teeth because he brushes his teeth so hard. Uh, 
All right, so so we leave him oddly leave him in the apartment alone with her, and then uh, McCall goes to talk to some dude on the street about a gun supplier. Right. Um, so he get he gets he, so this is I mean this is what it's all about. This is the center of this episode's universe right here. Is he goes? <laughs> this is the he, whole he, reason he the name. we're watching this episode. <laughs> right. That's right. So he gets the name of this hustler or this guy. Uh, this gun supplier or whatever, and I think he goes by the name of Sugarfly, mm-hmm. and he goes and uh, goes to visit him, right? Yeah, and he turns out to be none other than Meatloaf. Mind you, now this guy, by the way, the guy he talks to before this, Jimmy is his name, he is in like 16 episodes, so he, he is a recurring character, which it seemed like he would be. And I've seen him in other things too. Like I don't. He might have been oh, in like yeah. some other cop show or something. I'm trying to remember. He was a cop in something. Um, uh, NYPD. I mean, he's yeah. He's got something. a long, long list of credits. He's in some Law and Order episodes. Yeah. Hack Oz. I mean, he's been in tons of stuff. Um, Breaking yeah. Bad. Maybe that's what you remember him. Oh yeah, he's the guy in the wheelchair. Oh, really? He's the, the no. Yeah, he's like the actor Salamanca. Tio. Tio wow. Salamanca, the guy that's like in the, yeah. Wait, which one? He's the guy, the guy that's in the like wheelchair. Wheel- Hector. No. Yeah, that's Hector. Yeah. I don't know, but he's the guy in the wheelchair. All right. That ends up getting bl- Hector. blown up. <laughs> I don't, uh, it says Tio. I'm looking at Tio, which Tio means like uncle, doesn't it? So maybe his name is Hector. Uh, I don't maybe. know. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I've, I don't know my Spanish. But anyway, yeah, so he goes to see the guy who turns out to be Meatloaf. And <laughs> who this is Meatloaf looks like Jack Black right there in that scene, I think. Yeah, he kind of does. And I'm trying to figure out like at one point I'm like is he like a homeless guy like living on the street but I'm like but he's selling arms, so probably not cuz he's like <laughs> cooking some chicken in the middle of the street. Like out the side, he's got like, like a he's got, he's like, got a like a turkey leg and a frying pan, like <laughs> right. And he's got like an office chair outside, and there's like what hubcaps next to him. I don't know what is going on. It was some I weird thing. Um, but anyway, you know, uh, McCall comes up to him, and he wants to talk about weapons, but they don't come right out, and he doesn't want to come right out and say it. He's like. So, say there was some guy who maybe wanted to buy a forty-four Magnum, you know, Red Hook or something like that with soft, soft bolt. I don't know, soft tip bolts. I can't remember what he said. Yeah. But basically, it's a lot of supposing. Like, suppose this person right, came right. to you. Would you? Because be able we know to... you don't do this. Right. Exactly. I actually have a little bit of a clip of it where they're talking about it. It's kind of fun. I had to do a clip of uh, what's his name? You know, Meatloaf. Meatloaf, yeah. Let us suppose that a man came to you requesting a very special item. How special? Let's say a 44 Magnum Red Hawk with soft-nosed bullets thrown in. I'd probably tell him to hike on. Let us suppose that he was willing to pay... Come on, you, because, I mean, I know you, you wouldn't do it. (laughs) Absolutely not. But supposing you were to do it. Who would the buyer be? And then that was he doesn't tell direct. him who it is, but basically he says he looks just like you. He's like you, dressed up, suit. Uh, 
you know. Right. Except um, better looking. Or no, he said younger, I, not right. better looking. Which, I don't know if that guy was any younger. Yeah, I don't know either. I do not know. I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, all right. Yes, he was five years younger. Oh, well. Okay. okay. Not much. No, no. Um, so then McCall plays. Oh, but by the way, cut one, I do write down, he's like, so would he be from the Bronx, east side, west side? And the guy's like, east oh, side. Oh, yeah, right? Like, yeah. Like, how he's does like, he know oh, that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that helped. Like, but but I don't, I'm not from yeah. New York, so I don't know how that, you know. So also, let's just point out that, like, that, you know, I don't know, 60 seconds was Meatloaf's entire appearance in this <laughs> right. episode. And so, I will say, friend of the show, Chris, also mentioned, he had just watched it, I think, recently when, when we announced it. And he's like, yeah, it's a very short <laughs> short bit where he's in it. And I'm like, oh, well. Yeah. It was so it's good. like the Bob Saget uh, right. appearance. It's just yeah, a, we haven't, the only one that we did any good with was uh, Louis Anderson. He had a <laughs> yeah, full <right>. episode. <laughs> he ran He ran the show there, but. All right. So I mean, I guess we're for Bob Saget, we could have done like. Their show, his show, but that's, I don't know, not our style. But anyway, That'd be hard yeah. to do. Yeah. Yes. Um, so McCall's apartment, he's playing the recording for it for the cop, the uh, answering machine. And the cop's like, this is just a bunch of dribble <laughs> or something. <laughs> he's like, you know, basically, you know, I don't know. He, he, wasn't, he wasn't buying into it. He calls um, him like a wacko or something, doesn't he? Yeah. Because he's basically yeah. like trying to explain why he's doing what he's doing, right? Or something like that, looking for acceptance, they said, or something like that. I don't know. Right, right, right. So then McCall's like, okay, well, here's a list of numbers that have called, you know, this guy's called from. He's like, here, go ahead and dial this number right here that he called from. So the cop calls back the number, and it's the the precinct that he works at. <laughs> so he's like, that's kind of a shocker. But did you catch the part where, you know, uh, McCall shows him his equipment that you know traces the phone number, and he's like, "Man, you need to like to be on the phone for like 15 minutes to trace it." He's like, "No, you know this stuff. What it does is it elongates the ring so they don't notice it's being tracked before I even it even picks up, and so it's already halfway done or something like that." I'm like, "Yeah, that would be a that would be a, like so it rings for 15 minutes before, <laughs> and, you, like, and you don't notice, right? Ring." No. <laughs> Right. Too bad I don't have a. But the guy's ring like, no, noise. maybe. He's like, maybe the crappy system you guys use. That's what you. Have <laughs> yeah, to do, right. But this is yeah. State I got some uh, sophisticated equipment here, so you know. Yeah. All right. So, then then we flash back briefly to the the girl's apartment where Mickey's working on his toothpicks. And she's asking <laughs> questions, and it uh, they're, they're getting a little <laughs> too friendly, I think, with each other. Yeah, but I think she's also bored because, like, at one point, isn't she like, kind of like, trying to? Because oh, because she's here to like, like take some test and like, then she's going back yeah. home, right, or something. But um, yeah, she's, she's like to trying to test. study, but she like keeps looking at him making the house and like I don't know, making googly eyes at him or whatever you want to say. Right, 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, she's very enamored with him. Right. Right. And then, uh, let's see. So the, the cop goes back to the precinct, and he's like, who the hell uses this payphone? 
And the cop's <laughs> like, there's like pretty much anyone who has a quarter, you know? So <laughs> He's like, it's a public phone. Really what do you want? <laughs> the guy yeah. kind of reminded so, me of like that, Nathan Fillion or something like that. I mean, Nathan Fillion would have been know. like pretty young during this, but yeah. Yeah. Then, um, then we cut to Mickey and the girl. And this is where it's like lover's lane. They're like walking outside. <laughs> They're going to the grocery store, feeding the pigeons. I'm like, are they dating at this point? Like, is this right. the same show? And she's and like, where were you born? He's like, in Houston. I'm like, she's like, you're a cowboy. Yeah, and then they're like feeding pigeons, and then they're eating, and I'm like, are they eating the pigeon now, or is that what they're eating? <laughs> and then she starts to cry. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously she's under stress. I totally right. understand that because she yeah, thinks she's going to yeah. be murdered at any minute. Right. Right. And and so he, and at this point too, I'm thinking he's kind of taking advantage of this situation. So then, like, yeah, then they he starts kiss. kissing her. Yeah. Or, well, yeah. she kind of kisses him. I don't know how you want to say yeah, who does Either what. way. Right. Either way. He's there to do a job. Right. So it's like, dude, not, you know. Not you're, cool. You're taking advantage. You know, yeah. There's got to be some psychological thing where that happens, you know. Like. Yeah. Someone you're protecting falls for you or something, whatever. But, um, so we move on. Um, yeah, so it turns out then that, that DJ died. So they're going to bring the other two in on murder charges. Right. And I totally um, missed that at first. Like, I didn't catch that until I was re-listening to a sound clip. Like, I didn't catch what the guys said. Like, I knew they were talking about those two guys who were going to be picked up, but I didn't catch that they said that that guy died. And that's why they were picking those two up. I totally missed yeah, that. Yeah. He's like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to pick them up and keep them on ice. But McCall had something to say about that. Yeah. Basically, he's... <laughs> So I'll get to it. He basically he says that, you know, he doesn't believe this. You know, because the, the cops like see the system work. He's like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't think the system no. works. Because he knows what's going to happen. And uh, this is why you need vigilantes, right? This is this is why you need guys like me. But no, uh, he's like, yeah, I don't. You know, you have no problem arresting him. But here, hold on a second, I got it. Uh, here we go. It is not your ability to arrest them. It is your ability to hold them that is in question. <laughs> You've hit on the floor in the system. We run ourselves ragged chasing around after the bad guys, but hell, the bad guys are relaxed. Because they understand that the system will just pop them out. It's a joke on us. And the bad guys are laughing. They got their rights. It's getting to the point where they could do anything to anyone at any time and just walk away. And so those two were the two of the lawyers. The one guy was the younger lawyer. The other one that said they have their, they have rights is the other guy. And you know they're pissed because they see this stuff happen all the time. They're trying to, you know, even though one of them's a public defender, I think the other one's a prosecutor, and they're you know trying right, to put these guys right. behind bars and keep them there. Right. And I'll tell you, um, at this point, like I, I, I began to suspect them at this point because. At least one of, of them, that, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. Because of that, that exchange, mm -hmm. right? Um, and then we go back to uh, back to the student, oh. <laughs> the girl's house. I do want to say, though, so in that point there, the, the sergeant says, hey, okay, they're going to put them on another bond, and so now the girl is safe. <laughs> and I wrote down, 
But since the episode is not over, I'm going to guess she is not. <laughs> You're right. Clearly not the case. <laughs> since we have at least yeah. 20 minutes left. <laughs> right. And the, so McCall shows up at the girl's house. And at this point, it looks like Mickey just got out of the shower. He's got, like, no shirt on. Um, so McCall, like, follows him into the bathroom and shuts the door. <laughs> right, because he and, sees his sweater on the bed, and you can see her, like, feet just yeah, laying on top of like, the bed. Right. And, like, her, she's, like, wearing a robe or something. I'm like, is she dead? Because she's not moving. So I think she was sleeping. But So he, he, go, he goes in and shuts the bathroom door. I'm like... He's going to kick his ass. He's just like, going to beat the shit out of this guy. I, I, that's what I thought was going to happen, but it didn't. He just kind of read him the riot act about. Yeah. He's not pissed. cool, dude. Yeah. He's like, yeah. this is not why This is what, not why I sent you here. He's like, no, no, it's not like that. you know. But actually, I have a clip of this, too, because he <laughs> talks about something else that happened in the past. Um, I'll play it real quick. Some years ago, a colleague of mine on a simple job, rather like this one. Decided he was going to have a little bit of fun. During the course of that little bit of fun, the opposition came in and destroyed them both. You were supposed to protect that girl, not seduce her. <laughs> but he kept saying, it's not like that. But yeah, it was like that. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. I know he doesn't think it's like that, but it's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it, McCall lets it, McCall sends Mickey home and tells the girl, "Hey, the two guys are in jail. You know, good working with you. See you around." Right, but like yeah. at first, like she just like wakes up. Then she's like, "Hey, where's yeah, Mickey?" Yeah. And he's like, "You know," and I like I forget what he says, but she's like, "Oh, he'll be back. He left his sculpture." <laughs> yeah, he left. His and she face. thanks him for introducing Mickey, and she's like, "He's very special." And he's like, "Whatever." I'm going to have to kick his ass later. Yeah. That's why I figured we'd never see him again. Right. It just seemed like this was going to be it for the guy. He blew it. Yeah. Yeah. So now McCall drives home, and as he drives home, the sergeant's just, like, waiting on the street for him in his car, like, in front of his place. And he's like, hey, those guys were let go. (laughs) (laughs) It's like administrative error. (laughs) What? And he's like, fuck, okay, I'll go find her. And then I don't know where the cop goes. The cop just, you know, probably goes home and eats dinner. He doesn't care. Yeah, yeah, his shift's over. Yeah, but he calls Mickey, uh, McCall calls Mickey from his car phone. And he's like, okay, I'll head over to the school. And that's where they head to find her. And so, like, (laughs) so I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, hold on a second. So this is that same night. Now she's taking her test. What time of night is this that she's taking this test? Which I know tests happen at night in college. I was in college. But I'm like, Where you? so I'm like, did they have sex the night of her big test that she's, that's the whole reason she's here, that she has to pass this test or she gets deported basically? I'm like, right. isn't this like a boxing match where you probably shouldn't do that right before a test because it's going to mess with you? <laughs> or at least, yeah, I don't know. Spend some time studying at least. <laughs> right, exactly. Know? I don't know. In college, I crammed for all my tests like right up until the minute I took them, and then I just brain dumped yeah. everything and immediately forgot it all. Exactly. That's the way to do that's it. That's what college is like, kids. Um, yeah. You don't study any time except the hour before your test. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then you study really hard. <laughs> or you do it. Or you pull an all nighter, 
barely stay awake during the test, and then you go home and sleep through the rest of your classes for the day. Exactly. And then party party over the weekend to <laughs> to forget about kind it. Kind of purge to yeah, to purge all that from your mind. So you have to clean the slate. And that's how you clean the slate. Right. There's cuz there's there's going to be another test. You're going to need to fit some stuff in. So. You don't want to remember anything from that last test. You don't want to get that all mixed in. Right. Exactly. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> all right. So she's at school. She takes the test. There's a the guys are outside. The two bad guys are outside in the car drinking whiskey out of the bottle. Right, and uh, somehow they know where watching. she goes to school. They know everything about her. Not only did they find out her address, they know where she's going to school. That must I'm have sure been in the, the police, police report. report too. <laughs> yeah. It indicates uh, Thursday night. She has her exam. final exam. <laughs> yeah. Next Friday. Yeah, just in case anyone wanted to question her, that's where she would be. Um, so she turns in her test and obviously they're out there waiting for her. Um, she, she even gets freaked out before she leaves the building. Right. She hears a sound and she's all freaked out, but they're, they're not in there. She goes out and, um, they spend the next 15 minutes trying to run her over. Right. Basically. And they never drive. at one point, A, do they ever get out of a car? B, right. Does she ever just run inside a building because they never get out of the car? <laughs> she like literally right, runs right. down the middle of the street at one point when they're in a car. Right. And finally, at one point, she does jump on a car and then turns around and goes the other way, which is smart because it can't turn the car around that quick. Right. But then but she, she keeps running she down the street. She doesn't like go back in the building like she should have. Right. She runs into a parking lot or a vacant lot or something. Right. But you're right. When, when she ran one direction and then the car had to turn and go the other direction – prime opportunity to jump out of the car and just run after her. Right. Like, they were so close to her. They right. could have just grabbed her. Yeah, those two dudes weren't running anywhere. They had their minds made up. They were going to kill her by vehicle. Right. That well, because the it's only, the same way, way their buddy out. died. You know, they want to... Yeah. You know, paybacks are... You got to do exactly the same thing. <laughs> Is it very symbolic? DJ, they owed it to DJ. It <laughs> right. In memory of DJ, memory. we're going to run over this lady just like he was run over. Right. Even though she was trying to kill her. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. She but yeah, so she's too. running down. And then she goes down some alley in like a vacant lot. Like you're saying, like, why go there? It's like the worst spot to go. You can't get out of. Right. And somehow they still find her. Even though they're like three blocks away, they still find her. They do. And then she hides behind like um, <laughs> like an abandoned car. Right. And they, like, nail the car. And I was thinking, like... Multiple times. Uh, even, like, shooting that, like, okay, this is a show. We're going to shoot this. You stand here. I'm like, she still could have been killed <laughs> by that, like... Well, yeah. Hitting that car. Yeah. I mean, it, somebody, whether it was her or a stunt person or whatever. But it, it but. was kind of a big lap because they were, like, turning around and somehow getting on the other side. And then she was running on the other side of the car and... Yeah, Again, at yeah. no point did she ever leave the alley. Um, I mean, good showmanship for trying to run someone over, right. for sure. In, a, in yeah. a giant station wagon, mind you. Yes. Like, you know, kids these days don't understand how big these station wagons were. They're like, right? you see a limo nowadays that's taking people to the airport or whatever? That's the size a regular station <laughs> yeah. wagon was. Yeah. Those yeah. things that were whole back end was cargo. Boats. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um, anyway, All right. so um, so finally, after I don't know how long, I don't know how far the school was away, but finally Mickey gets there. You know, he was in a cab. He gets stuck in traffic, but he runs out there. Right. And he right. finds her, 
magically in the alley. Like he goes to the school, he sees her car, sees like papers on the floor, and she know or the ground. She knows he knows that yeah. she's being chased. So right, somehow right. figures out which way she's going. He does see McCall too when he waves her him down. Says she's down here, and so she sees the car. He's about she's about ready to get pinned, and he runs and calls her name and says get out of the way like she wasn't going to anyway and then like he right. jumps on top of the car and somehow and does absolutely he he jumps on the car and does it absolutely nothing right it's like it's like and, he was on a a, a a bull and he was like somehow like forced to get to do his will or something right. like that I, I don't know that he just jumped on the car and it, it threw it, him off it had no, they didn't know what to yeah, do yeah it had it had no impact on the car no so they threw they threw him off, and then I'm not even sure. Oh, and then he the car like whips by McCall, and he just fires a couple shots off at it, and then it crashes into and, a pacer, and that's it. Yeah, and I don't know if he killed one of them. No, I don't or... think so. I think they are just knocked out from the crash, is my guess. Because again, okay, even those those station wagons are giant. Not one single bit of safety equipment in them. No. No, and I'm, I'm sure these guys didn't have their seatbelts on. Right. But then... So then... Go ahead. Yeah. Then a shadowy figure appears. And it's, Which uh, we did see earlier. That's true. We did. Like, yeah, so we did kind of know who about, it is at this point. Yeah. Right? I don't so know if it showed who it was. Yeah, no, yeah. No, that's right. Because at one point... She runs up to the car and like jumps at it. And oh yeah, and he's in it. And he's in it. And she's like screams at him and he just stares at her. I'm like, "Well, wait, is he one of these people trying to kill her?" Cuz like he Right, that was confusing. He doesn't react at all. Like he, he should have got out a hell of a lot sooner than he did. Right. But and instead he gets he, out and kind of walks like Michael Myers would. Right. Just walks to the scene instead of Running, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so it turns out it's it's one of the lawyers. I don't know which one it was. It was the English dude. Okay, that's did it, some poetry with McCall. Right, right, that's right. And um, he walks up. He pulls out his you know forty four Magnum, and he's he's ready to put a bullet in each of their heads. And um, McCall's like, "Nope, can't do it. <laughs> Not on uh, my watch." Right, right. So he basically, uh, you know, I don't know. They do exchange some words, and the guy's like, oh, you know, I thought we were on the same side. He's like, yeah, if you thought that, you were wrong. <laughs> and then he's like, you know, he's like, I know you're not going to shoot me, so just give me your gun. So the guy hands the gun over to him. Well, I think he kind of took it from him more than he gave it to him, yeah. Oh, that's true. He, he kind of like rips it, it away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then just when you think that's the end and you, you've had enough, we find out there's a little bit more to the story. Mm-hmm. Do, you, uh, do you remember that? Yeah. So, well, first he gets arrested, obviously. But then the sergeant says that that lawyer, his brother was killed by some punks. So he right. went, he would happen to be their lawyer just by luck of the draw, got the lawyer spot. And instead of like recusing himself, he did it. They got off. And he ended up going and killing them. Because they got off from killing his brother, but then he had to kill other people to throw, throw everybody off, so they wouldn't realize right. it was him. 
So, so after all that, that like the, the it's I think it was the cop that told him that, right? Yeah, the sergeant. He's like, yeah. so he's like, he's like, oh, it was him. Hmm, makes sense considering his brother. <laughs> I'm like, what? what? You didn't think about this before, right? And McCall like, says that he's like pissed. He's like, wait, you didn't see this pattern. You missed this. <laughs> right. You knew all about you are, this, and you you're did somehow not a detective. Or, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and right. he was like pissed at him about that. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> And then so. the Sarge, uh, sergeant does say something like where he kind of sees his point of view now at this point or whatever, where he's trying to help people. And then, um, yeah, basically we see McCall getting in his jag and kind of waves to Mickey and the girl. Yeah. yeah. And that was the end. And I really thought, like you said, that was the last we were going to see of Mickey, but it was not. Yeah. Interesting. And then uh, we roll credits. Yeah. And I think Mickey, hold on. So, oh, wow. Mickey's from Oak Park, Illinois. Oh, interesting. I don't know how to say his real last name. I I, <laughs> I would like that. I I don't know. Like, I feel like the equalizer should be more of a badass vigilante, like not stop the guy from putting a bullet in their head. You know what I mean? Well, like, like you know, when they I did know, the Denzel I, movie, he was a little more vigilante. <laughs> He was a little okay, darker, but it was a right. TV show. You know, they got to, you know. Yeah, you, you got to do what's right, I guess, you know. I mean, morally correct. Yeah. Not necessarily right, but um, I get it. Yeah, I still got to watch that Denzel movie. I have never seen it. Yeah, so he was in 56 episodes of The Equalizer. Mickey? Mm-hmm. Pretty good gig. And how many episodes where were there of The Equalizer? 88. So he was in a, you know, majority of them. Okay. So Good job, Mickey. Yeah. Hanging in there after that major screw up. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how the first episode after that, when they used them again, be like, all right, we're going to give you another chance. <laughs> we, this time it's going to be some middle-aged dude you're going to have to watch. <laughs> right. And we're going to have a talk before you do. <laughs> we're not going to let you seduce him, too. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but... Anyway, yeah, I like this episode. It was a good one. I think uh, solid. Yeah, I solid mean, I did think they crime. They kind of. I don't want to say they had too much going on at one point, but they tried to put too many different. You know, they had the one main story of the girl and that, and obviously you can't just right. have that. You have to have more stories. But then with her and the with Mickey, and then like they didn't see they didn't seem like they had enough of the guy that was doing like. Yeah, yeah. You know what Agreed. I mean? The, the it lawyer. Yeah. It started out with, the, with like, hey, there's someone impersonating the equalizer. Right. Like, that was going to be the it, main thing. Yeah. Right. And then it wasn't. Right. For, you know, for the rest of it. Right. But, yeah, that could have been that could have been played up a lot more. Right. They could have um, shown him taking out more people or something. Or yeah, something. exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And then it's so mysterious. Like, I wasn't sure, like, did we see a, an edited version where they, like, Cut out like ten minutes of this episode. <laughs> there was more to yeah, it. Yeah, that could. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, but we didn't watch the DVD version or anything. Or no, no, it was no longer on NBC when I checked for that. Yes, uh, we had to get it through alternate means. That's right. Anyway, yeah. So I mean, it was fine. It was could have used a little more meatloaf, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. But hey, you know, take all the meatloaf you can get. So. <laughs> That sounds funny. Take all the meatloaf. <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> and mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah but I, I do appreciate the show, The Equalizer, more now than I did back in the in the eighties. I think this may be one of the few shows that I actually have a better appreciation for today than than then back then. I can see That's that. My take, Mike. Yeah, I can see that. All right. So, any any parting words? No, I don't really have anything else to say. I think I pretty much said it all. It was all an right interesting then. episode. Um, yeah, obviously we'll come back for more. I did see. I, I, didn't we talk about this the first when we watched? Because we only watched the first episode. Like right. there was the thing we're saying, like how they had like some of the craziest guest stars. Not crazy, but like just wild other guest stars they had. Like that were in this show. I'm, yeah. I vaguely remember seeing uh, talking about that. Um, yeah, yeah. But they did have some uh, like people that turn out to be big names, basically. Yeah. Like Milo. Yeah, it's cool. It's it's cool when that happens, you know. Well, yeah. yeah. I think uh, Buscemi was in one of these, wasn't he? I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll see more. All right. All right. Um, and we we were, Mike and I were talking about what our next episode's gonna be. I don't want to announce it yet in case we can't find it. <laughs> yeah, we could. I don't know. I think we should announce. I don't it, mean. Right? I don't even know the name of the episode. Uh, neither do I, really. So basically. Well, wait, your your son came up with the idea, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aiden came up with the idea on the fly. And just today, just, you know, hour, like an hour before the show, we started talking about it. But um, basically we're thinking, you know, there's an episode of The Incredible Hulk. Whether it was an episode or like a, a, a movie, we don't remember. We're going to have to do some research. But it's with uh, – crap. Now I forget. Uh, what's the – Daredevil. The – Daredevil, the attorney. Um, I forget his name now, like his sh- his character's name, um, whatever it is. <laughs> but there's an episode with him in in the Incredible Hulk, and I actually remember a couple of scenes from that. You do? I was telling, I was tell- yeah, I was telling my son about. It. There's like there's one scene in it where I remember him Matt telling Matt Murdock. Yeah, Matt Murdock, where he's telling um, D- David Banner. Um, he's like, yeah, you know, I can read text or I could read handwritten things with my fingertips and he's like so as he writes something down and hands it to him and it says I don't believe you and like for some reason that stuck in my head since I was a kid so I thought that was pretty cool so, so I'm looking forward to so it looks this up like and it. <laughs> so it looks like it was a movie because it was from 89 the trial right. of the incredible Hulk this might be I'm hoping we can find this Mike but Matt Murdock is played by Rex Smith, otherwise known as Street Hawk. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. So, hopefully, we can find this now that we've now that we've built this oh, we'll up. Find it. Yeah, I'll 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 go through. <laughs> Mike will go through his uh, secret channels to find it. That's right. <laughs> I've got some uh, contacts on the dark web that I'll reach out to if I have to. <laughs> Just make sure you send me a clean copy so my computer isn't infected. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. There's got, right, I so mean, that's it's our target. Be, it's got to be pretty easy to find. I don't know I don't yeah. know how good goal. slash bad it's going to be. 
Oh, it, lo- it looks like it's on Tubi. All right, sweet. Hold on, I'm... that makes it easy. I'm 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 on the site now. Stand by. I don't care. I just want. To... Yeah, everyone, stand by. Yeah, the, everyone. This is it's almost. Well, as Mike looks something up. <laughs> it's almost as good as watching someone quote unquote hack on the computer in uh, on a movie or a TV show. Try it. It would help if yeah, I spelled it right. They do that really fast. They just hit a bunch of keys and they're done. Yes, it is on Tubi. So if anyone wants to watch it now, it is on Tubi. So excellent. It's only an hour and a half, or hour and thirty-five minutes, Mike. So all right, I'll start tonight. <laughs> all right, so that'll be our next episode. Go ahead and watch it. Cool. We're giving you an early uh, early warning, so you can go ahead and watch yes. it. Yes, I am pumped up. All right. Anything else you got to say, Mike? No, this episode or the Incredible Hulk. I know. I, I'm moved on now. I'm I'm ready for the next episode. Gotcha. And it's good too because everyone's been talking about Matt Murdock. I didn't see the latest Spider-Man, but I guess supposedly. Oh my gosh! Who are talks, you? <laughs> there's talks about him coming back to the universe. So, um, and I and I did enjoy that show on Netflix. Um, the Daredevil. Oh yeah, I, I found that yeah. to be uh, good. And the guy who played it was did a good job. I think so. Not that yeah, he's in agreed. this, but whatever, because he was probably seven in, when this was filmed. But <laughs> if that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, for this episode, I used to watch this. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. Talk to you next time. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedThe2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.